Neville Goddard was taught by a rabbi whose name was Abdullah. And this means that Neville was taught in the art of Jewish mysticism or Kabbalah. Let's go over the art of manifesting according to Kabbalah and we'll see if you can spot the overlap with Neville Goddard's teachings. A Kabbalistic perspective of the manifesting process. Number one, Tzimtzum in Kabbalah. Tzimtzum refers to the concept of contraction or withdrawal. It is an idea that in order to create space for the existence of the created world, the divine infinite light contracted or withdrew itself from a certain space, allowing a void or an empty space to form. This contraction made it possible for the infinite and separate realms of creation to emerge. Sounds like a creation myth, but the Big Bang was one such contraction. And so is the first division of an ovum. The creation of anything requires this contraction, a making space for a new revelation, whether it be a new human or a new universe, or a new idea. To understand this Tzimtzum better, we'll need to make another video. For the purposes of this video, all we need to know is that a creation of space or a void is the first step. The second step is called the world of Atzilut. And the world of Atzilut is the highest of the four main spiritual worlds in Kabbalistic thought. It is often called the world of emanation or the world of nobility. Atzilut represents a state of closeness to the divine and is associated with the most direct experience of the divine light or consciousness as we might call it. It is considered a realm of unity and of divine attributes where the boundaries between the divine and the created are less distinct. In Atzilut, the divine attributes, often referred to as the Sefirot, are in harmonious balance. Thirdly, the Sefirot. The Sefirot are ten divine attributes or emanations through which the divine interacts with the manifest world. They are often depicted as a diagram called the Tree of Life. Each sephirah represents a different aspect of the divine nature and it serves as a channel through which the divine energy flows. The sephirot include qualities such as wisdom and understanding or mercy or severity or beauty and more. 4. The Creation of the Worlds According to Kabbalistic idea, the process of creation involves a series of descents from the higher spiritual realms to the lower, more material realms. And this progression starts with the divine light's contraction, the tzimtzum, creating a space for the subsequent worlds to form. And the first of these worlds is Atzilut, which is the closest to the divine source, and from there... The divine energy descends more through the worlds of Beria or creation. 
Yetzirah, or formation, and finally, Asiyah, action. And that is the physical world that we perceive. The concept of manifesting, according to Neville Goddard, overlaps with this fourth step, the four worlds in Kabbalah. And this concept gives us the understanding of how the spiritual realms and the divine attributes can be harnessed to bring about the desired outcomes in the physical world. Each of the four worlds actually represents a different stage or state of mind of the creative process. And by working with these states of minds or stages, individuals can align their intentions with divine energies to manifest their goals, simply put. Here is how it can be understood and applied. Atzilut, the intent and the divine will. And this is the world of divine emanation representing the highest spiritual realm closest to the divine source, associated again with divine attributes, the sefiro, in perfect harmony. To begin the process of manifestation, one starts in Atzilut by setting clear intentions aligned with the highest purpose in harmony with the divine will. This involves connecting to the essence of what you want to manifest and infusing it with positive intentions and pure intentions. Beria, visualization or creative thought. This is the world of creation. That's where thoughts and ideas begin to take shape. Creative concepts, intellectual thoughts, all of it forms here. This is where we find the Neville Goddard overlap. Imagination creates. Once you have set your intention, move into the state of Beria by using creative imagination and focused thought. Imagine your desired outcome as vividly and clearly as possible. See yourself already in possession of what you want to manifest. As you do this, you are shaping the raw material of divine energy into a coherent blueprint for your manifestation. 3. Yetzira, Emotional Energy and Formation This is the world of formation and emotion, or state of formation and emotion. Emotional energy is a powerful force for manifestation. With your intention and imagination in place, immerse yourself emotionally and sensory in the experience of having achieved your goal. The emotional world and the spiritual world are intertwined here. Instead of worlds, you can imagine this as a dimension or as a state of mind, as Neville Goddard calls it, a state. By world is not meant a location in space like another planet or anything, but a world within your mind. Feel joy, gratitude, and excitement as if it had already happened. Feel it real. Emotions and senses are the fuel that brings life to your creative imagination. And this helps shape the energy into a more tangible form. 4. Asiya Physical action and materialization. Asiya is the physical world that we perceive and it is the culmination of your intent. 
having aligned your intention, your thoughts, and your emotions, it's time to take practical action in the physical realm. This might involve steps like making plans or taking specific actions and following through with persistence and dedication. Your actions are the bridge between the spiritual and physical realms, allowing the energy that you've generated in the higher worlds to be grounded in reality. So in summary, the process of manifestation using the four worlds in Kabbalah involves moving through these stages. Set your intention in absolute by aligning your divine will. You need silence for this. But only a moment of silence is needed. That's what meditation is for. Find your silence. Find your space between the thoughts. The withdrawal of mind. A deliberate creation of space, stillness, and calm. Two, visualize or envision or imagine light into this mental void, this space, this stillness, and think creatively in Beria to shape the desired outcome. Divine thought takes shape here in the form of words, thoughts, and speech. Keeping your mind sound prevents misinterpretation. Define your intent clearly. Be clear on what you want and guard that you are not focused on what you don't want. Nothing and no one but yourself is responsible for keeping your mind sound. Your creative intent can only be translated into articulate thought by you. If you have a hard time here, use affirmations and auto-suggestions. This tool keeps your focus in the right place. 3. Emotionally connect in Yetzirah by feeling the reality of your manifestation. Sounds like Neville Goddard now, doesn't it? Feel it real. Connect emotionally. Understand that by the time you are doing your Feel It Real session, this desire has been generated by your divine will, filtered through your mind and is now ready to be expressed through you as a sensory experience. You amalgamate the divine idea into your own being in this step. 4. Take practical action in Asiya to bring your manifestation into the physical world. This is to take normal action, doing the right thing. Don't act out of desperation here. Your actions should always reflect whatever the right thing is for you, meaning your general responsibilities and such. Inspired action takes place on its own. You will know what it is after it happened, but you will not know that you're taking inspired action as it is happening. The divine desire to expand continues to express through us and your actions are willed by the divine. You don't have to fear that you don't know what to do. It is easy. Always do the right thing and the right thing happens for you. Some people phrase it like this, do the will of God and God will do your will for you. And another way of saying this is, let your actions be aligned with a golden rule, or the Ten Commandments, or the Noble Eightfold Path, or whatever it is for you. And then be still and know. This step works best 
if you have followed the previous steps. In other words, you might think that doing good actions always ought to give good results. But it isn't always the case, is it? Mind your creative intent and the clarity of your sound mind. Set your intent and feel it real. Then you'll be on the right track and then take right action.